Hi, folks. Steve Urban here, founder and CEO at recruiting firm RiderFlex. If you enjoyed today's guest interview, please give it a like and be sure to subscribe to the RiderFlex podcast. And now, a quick word from our sponsor. Try the number one marketing platform for small business. Everything you need from design to marketing to CRM. Learn more at marketing360.com. Marketing 360, fuel your brand. Try the number one marketing platform for small business. Everything you need from design to marketing to CRM. Learn more at marketing360.com. Marketing 360, fuel your brand. Corey Wright on the Rider Flex podcast. Hi, Corey. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fine. Where are you at today? I am in my kitchen in Yuma, Arizona. Yuma, Arizona. Oh, man. You were there December, January, February. That's a nice place to be when it's cold everywhere else, I guess, right? It is, but it's about to heat up. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I, actually, my wife and I looking for property down in Arizona recently maybe trying to find a little second winter home somewhere and Yuma of course always comes up as an option are you are you from there have you where are you from originally how'd you get to Yuma so I'm originally from San Diego born and raised and okay. then transplanted here um in my former life I like to call it so <laughs> Now it's me and my four kids. So we stay in Yuma and um, my oldest is in high school and I have two in middle school and one in elementary school. Wow. So, okay. It's busy at your house. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been here since 1999. Since 99. Oh, you've been there for yeah. a long time. All right. Very good. But you, yeah. you went to high school and grew up in San Diego though. I did. Yep. Granite Hills High School in El Cajon. Okay. And your folks, were are they still around or are they, where are they, where are they at? Yeah. My dad's in Cardiff and my mom is in Blossom Valley area. So, okay. Yep. yep we got right. four seats on the beach, best of both worlds. <laughs> nice. Right. You, you uh, can't talk them into moving to Yuma. They don't want to do that. I know. They visit. They do visit. Yeah. My dad was just here for a week visiting before he went on his big trip and it's nice. I can get anybody here in the wintertime when it's beautiful out. It's oh. the summer times I got to tempt them with a pool or something. That's know? right. Yeah, exactly. What'd your mom and dad do? Give me a little history there. And did you have any siblings growing up as well? I do. I have a sister. She's 22 months older than me. Her name's Kelly. Okay. Um, yeah, we're, we're very close. And then my dad was a truck driver and then um, retired and went back to work and was a foreman for a construction company. And my mom um, was a stay-at-home mom when I was little and then worked at a bank and then went on to own her own trucking company. So, what? yeah. What? Okay. What? Yeah. Really? Wow. That, did she, did you, well, you said your dad was a truck driver. So did your dad work for your mom? No, <laughs> no, no. That would have not have been fun. <laughs> <laughs> Are they still together or they're not, they're not together? They're, they're not all. together. No, no. My dad remarried uh, my stepmom. Her name is Marlene. They've been together 20 something years. So, yeah. So were yeah. your folks together uh, through your high school years? They didn't separate till after you were out of the house or? Right. When I, well, um, my last, let's see, I was I a sophomore, junior, somewhere in there in high school is mm. when they got divorced. Yeah. That's always, that's a little bit of a tough age, right? That's a kind of a tough age for parents to, because you're going through your own changes in life, right? 
Yeah. You know what? I think any age is tough to be honest with you because I, um, you know, put my kids through the same thing. They were younger, but, Mm. um, you know, I think that you have to do as a parent, what makes you a better parent and what makes you able to parent, um, down a path that you'd want to see your children go. So if it's the wrong path and, and the decision is, is no longer the right one, I think that you lead by example and you're able to turn your life around and make better decisions and just show them a better path, a better, um, stage of happiness. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I, Mm -hmm. I just think you have to do what in, you know, really is in the end better for the children. So you weren't mad at your mom or dad, or if you were, you got over it fast. (laughs) I did. Yeah. Yeah. No, not mad at them. They both um, are very happy and have, have great lives. Yeah. Did your mom remarry too? She did not. She did not remarry. No, but she has a long term. So she, um, you know, has chosen. All right. right, You got out of high school. Did you go to college and where did you go? If you did? Um, I did a little bit of community college. Um, was a little bit uncertain of what I was going to do. So I joined a ROP training course okay. where I was a dental assistant. So okay. I went up and took the test. It was going to be an R was an RDA. Um, didn't do that for a very long time. I, I got a job working at an orthodontist office and then I instantly moved to the front office, which I loved because it was a lot of working with just um, other dentists, PR, you know, things like that. So I, I moved from the mouth to marketing. Gotcha. And that was that, in, was that in San Diego? It was. Yep. Okay. Yep. Right. So I did All that right. for a few years and then um, we ended up moving down here. So, so you got married at some point in there. I did. Yeah. I got married in 99. And that, and then you moved to Arizona after you got married for a job, somebody's job or something. Yeah. Yeah. My ex-husband had family here. So he moved down here, um, started a power washing business. And then we worked that for years, actually worked at night for a really long time. And then, um, eventually got my real estate license and kids and all that sort of stuff. So Wow. Okay. So you were an entrepreneur then. So after you got married, basically you helped your, you helped your ex-husband, you guys built a little business there and you got your real estate license. So you've been an entrepreneur ever since you left the dental thing, basically. Yeah, Yeah, I have actually. Yep. I have, I have kind of done my own thing ever since. Yeah. So what happened? You got the power washing business and you had four kids and then one day (laughs) you woke up and you're like, okay, well, this is not working out anymore. You got to go and uh, (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. 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 It just, um, things were going down a path that I wasn't, um, comfortable with. And it was something that I, um, didn't really want in my life. So I chose a different path and the kids, they, they go back and forth between both houses. Um, yeah, I think it's made the situation much better. You know, the kids are happy and, um, he got the power wash business. And I mm. moved on through. And you got the house. You got the house and the cars, and he got the power. <laughs> I got the house. He got the power washing business. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 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 And then right. I moved on to be a model home agent. I did that for a couple of years, okay. and then um, was fortunate enough to meet my boss that I have now, and I project manage um, new home construction and all, all sorts of 
different things. So it's a, it's an uh, awesome job. Okay. And who do you work for? Can you say that on the podcast? Who, yeah, I work for, it's called Inocasa Holdings. Okay. Um, and we just build residential homes here in Yuma. I'm starting to see the tie in on how this all happened with the, with the ceiling fan. Cause you've been in real estate and homes and you're trying to, this is, I see where this is going. Okay. All right. So, so you, the power washing business goes away. You get there, you got this job, you, you do You're dealing in real estate, a little bit of real estate. You got this, this job you're doing. Okay. Meanwhile, you're busy with four kids, which is a huge oh. job. All right. And you're not remarried now. You don't, you're, you're just, it's just you. Yeah. What? Just me. Just, wow. just living the dream. You know, Ooh, I don't know. How, oh man. You, all right. I don't know how you're doing that with four kids. Of <laughs> God bless you. Uh, you. all right so what happens give me the story here you're, you're you're doing your job you're getting homes ready you're, you're selling homes you're showing homes whatever what happens you're like damn these, these damn ceiling fans are getting on my nerves nobody cleans these things right i mean what happened yeah. and by the way for the listeners bladebutler.com bladebutler.com give us the how'd you get into this Corey? well um the full story is years and years and years ago in my old house, the one that I got, um, I had ceiling fans in the kitchen and I hated cleaning them. It was so gross. And so I was, I would lay sheets down and I would go through this crazy process of, of cleaning my ceiling fans. Cause I usually looked at them after I had cleaned the entire kitchen and then couldn't stand that they were dirty and then had this whole project on my hands. So I went on a mad hunt to find something that could clean the blade and then capture all of the dirt, debris, and just gunk without going all over the floor and the countertops and um, basically just destroying everything I had just cleaned and, <laughs> and it didn't exist. So I went to Walmart and I got, um, trash bag picker uppers, the, the claw things that you pick trash up off the ground with. Uh-huh. And I zip tied vacuum bags to the mouth of two of them. And I opened it up and I was like, this is what we need. You know, this, how is this not on the market? And I, you know, was showing some friends and, um, and yeah, at the time, at the time I was married and he told me that it was, you know, not something that he liked. And so I put it in the back of my closet for years now. So years went by. And once I got a divorce, I went to a patent attorney and I showed it to him. Now, hold on. Let me, let me, let me pause you right there. A divorce, you're doing your other job. What triggers that though? What, what happens? Like what, ha- what, what caused you to like pull that out of the closet and do the, did, were you talking to a friend and they're like, Hey, you should, or what happened? No, you know what? You know, I had showed my family, everybody thought it was this great idea. And, um, it just sat for years, you know, life happens. Yeah. And yeah. I just was always in the back of my head that, you know, I can do it. I can do this. I think it's a great idea. Still nothing was on the market years later. And now I'm, you know, on my own with four kids and I'm like, this is it. You have to try it or you're going to have a regret or wonder for the rest of your life. So go for it. What did you pull it out of the closet, went down and like showed a lawyer like in person or what happened? Yeah, I did. My mom and I went and we showed it to him and he was like, okay, let's do some drawings. And we had agreed that with every commission check, I would give him money until I built up enough where he would, um, you know, do the filings and every bit went towards the process. So it took me, took me a long time to get going. And then, so so let's pause right there for the listeners is a great tip for the listeners, for any entrepreneurs listening. 
basically what you did is you went down and you told the lawyer, you're like, look, I don't have any money to pay you right now, <laughs> but let's work out a deal. Let's work something out here. And you work something out. I like I, that. I did. Yeah. He agreed. He said, no problem. Let's, you know, if you're willing to do it, I'm willing to do it. It was, it was really cool. Yeah. How about yeah. that? Okay. Now, how long did that take from that first meeting with the lawyer oh, gosh. until you, until you sold the very first one? What was that timeline? Oh, six years. Six years. Five and a half years. Yeah. What, oh, hold on. Hold on. From the time you met with the lawyer until you actually sold one at six years. Why did it take so long? Well, because I had no idea what I was doing. So there's that and okay. was completely winging it. And I'm starting with a trash picker upper and vacuum bags. And I really didn't know where to go from there. And so I just started asking people like friends. I have, um, you know, friend that was an engineer and he knew somebody and they just kind of led me to different people along the way. So I've been with quite a few different companies. And in the beginning, I thought I could just keep moving the way I was moving and doing it on my own. When the reality is um, a team is better, you know, for me. I, I needed um, somebody to come in um, to be able to bounce things off of. I needed an investor to get things going faster um, and really just push it forward. And so once I, I got to that point, um, that's where a really good friend of mine, who's like a, I don't even know what she is, mom, sister, friend, best friend. You know what I mean? She's kind of everything wrapped up in one. Her name's Karen Spencer. She's um, she is the investor business partner and we collaborated on it and then it started moving much, much faster, but I just didn't know, you know, it's just lack of knowledge of just trying to figure your way through it. Did she have previous entrepreneurial experience where she invested with startups and things like that? Um, startups, I am not sure about that, but yeah, she is a business woman that is just a force. She, um, real estate broker. Um, they've done a lot of building down here in Yuma. So she is, okay. she is. Quite That's how you know her, you know her from the real estate world. I do. She was my very first broker when I got my license uh, 20 something okay. years ago is how I met her. Yeah. Was that tough? Was that tough asking your friend for, for cash? Were you like, Hey, you want to invest? You know what it was? It was one of these things that she, cause we have been close for many years. And so she knew about it and she knew the, what I was doing and I would just give her updates and tell her what, what was going on. And, um, it just happened naturally. It wasn't anything that I had to sit down and be like, here's my proposal with her. Okay. Um, she just thought, I think it's a great idea. And I think we work well together and let's do it. It was one of those. So it, it did really you was managed to keep control of the business or did you have to give her 51%? Did not get, we split it 50, 50. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Well, 50, 50. Well, who, what happens when you get an argument about something? If it's 50, we 50, don't, we don't get in arguments. Yeah. <laughs> we actually don't, we don't. And you know, it's one of those things that people are like, Ooh, you know, 50, 50, but we believe in each other and we have had no problems whatsoever. And, you know, in, in her opinion, she was like, well, I couldn't do it without your ideas. And in my opinion, I couldn't do it without her and, you know, her valuable input. So, okay. Now I appreciate you saying all that, but as a long time business executive and having interviewed hundreds of entrepreneurs and having hundreds of friends that are entrepreneurs 
I know from experience that 50, 50 can go South sometimes. what do you do for the, for the listeners? Um, I think this is a great tip for the listeners. what do you guys do in your operating agreement to protect yourselves with the 50, 50 split when you can't, when you can't make a decision on something, is it, is it, um, did somebody get the quote CEO title to be able to make the call? Um, when, it, when a decision comes down, how, how do you, how do you decide if you, if you guys disagree? Um, you know what? I don't know. I actually don't know. I mean, we even have the same attorney. So, I mean, my okay. guess is it would come down to that. Just maybe some sort of arbitration is probably in there would be, be my or, guess. But, okay. Um, or, or, or maybe the operating agreement says it has to be a universal uh, vote. Maybe it has to be, but maybe both parties have to vote yes to, to do something. And if one party says no, then it's a no. I don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it's, uh, that's, that's a tricky one. Uh, I'm glad it's going, I'm glad it's going smooth so far. I hope she don't make you mad someday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think right. we, we both live by faith and, and, um, so I, I okay. Think, okay. Okay. So she invests, mm-hmm. then it starts, then you got some cash and now, now it, it takes off. And what do you do? Do you hire some vendors like a marketing firm or, uh, uh, who do you, who do you, what vendor do you use to manufacture it? Walk us through some of that. So um, once we finished with the last engineering firm, uh, she found IDP. Um, They're in Irvine and they are phenomenal. Mitch and his team have really just taken it. Um, They have a lot of connections overseas. The product is obviously made in China. Um, We tried here, but it just, it was really tough. We, we tried and tried and tried and it just, you know, nobody's going to buy a fan blade cleaner for $200. It's just not going to happen, you know? So unfortunately we were left with that decision, but um, yes. And then he um, steered us in the direction of Jonathan at blue tone and they manage um, all the marketing. mm -hmm. Jonathan does. Yes. Did they do the videos that I see on the website too? They did. They yes. did the videos and all that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Sounds good. And do you have a, a warehouse full of these things somewhere in Arizona where, where, or are they just, are you shipping them? Do they come from China into Long Beach and you hold them there? Or what are you doing for distribution? So they were actually shipped down here to Yuma and we have a place here. And so what we do is we just ship them out um, as orders come in, which is a lot. It's like a, you know, whole nother job, but who's we, who's we, who's we, is that Corey going to the warehouse and like box them up and stuff? And her daughter, I have, I have recruited my daughter and her wow. friends and I am like, you know, let's go do this. So, yep, we do. It's a family affair. And are you doing your other job still as well? Yes. Yep. You're doing your other job full time. And in your spare time, you're going down to this warehouse and you're boxing these, this product up. And you're raising four kids. Yes, yes. But they do come boxed. So it's very simple. We just print a label and slap them on. Oh, so, you don't have to package them. Okay. No, we don't have to package them. So it's not as labor intensive as you think. It's actually just printing, slapping, and, and sending them down to UPS. I'm sure you've looked at the cost for just having a, a, a third party do the shipping for you, right? You, how come, how, why not do that? Uh, because right now we're okay with what we're doing. Um, we right. were a little skeptical about just 
I guess, bringing on someone else and we wanted to launch the product and get it going and, and just kind of work through our avenues, I guess. Okay. But, okay. And how come you're not selling on Amazon yet? I couldn't find you on Amazon. What's the story? We're starting. We're actually going through that process is a lot more intense than what I had originally ever thought. Mm. So um, we are, Mitch is doing an amazing job, him and Jennifer and Holly have researched every angle of that. So we are, we're going to be up and running there pretty soon, but um, just not who's mentioned there. Who's mentioned that? Who's that? They're IDP. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, okay. That's, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And are you, are they, are you paying them by, are they taking a cut of each one sold or are you just paying them like a monthly fee for their service? We pay a monthly fee for their service. Okay. okay. Yeah. Is the business, I'm, I'm going to ask you this and you can tell me I have to cut it out later if you want to. Are you, are you still, are you burning cash yet? Or are you making money yet? Um, we're burning a little bit of cash, but not to, we're, we're making money. Yeah. 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 With everything that comes out, it's just a constant, obviously, as you know, you're in marketing, but, um, you have to just keep getting out there constantly showing mm. your face, showing your product. And we were just recently, um, I was just recently on the Phoenix ABC news. I saw that. I saw that. It was great. It was a huge push. So, you know, you just have to keep going. How do people find out about your product? You know, you just have to keep stepping out. How come you don't, how how come you don't go more on social media yourself? Like your, your LinkedIn profile is uh, you haven't blown that up. Like (laughs) why aren't you, why aren't you out there? Why aren't you, doing more things. Uh, what, what's going on with that? I'm not super good at it. You know, what do you mean? What you're doing fine right now? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm not super um, savvy with all of that. I try to be, and that's what, what um, we were trying to do a little bit more with it, but honestly, it's a little out of my comfort zone. All of this is a little bit, um, you know, hard to do, but I'm getting better at it. But like LinkedIn, I've never even used it. And so I go on there and I, I, I actually was amazing. So with the ABC um, news that came out, that little blurb, a, a guy that lived in Yuma before saw it. he lives in Mission Beach and just was like, oh my gosh, Yuma, I'm supporting Yuma. And he's been another resource for us. So it's just, um, I see. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, okay. Well, you know, I know. I'll I give mean, you, I, I mean, you know, here's the deal. I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you my thoughts on it real quick. First of all, now that I know the personal story, right. Uh, 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 the kids and divorce, the, the crappy husband with the power washing business, <laughs> you know, you, you met your friend, you worked with, she was a realtor. She's a, like, I think all that stuff's cool. I mean, I, I think all that stuff's interesting. It'd be cool to have your kids in there, like, like a, a photo shot of you and your daughter packaging the stuff. Uh, somebody filming that you being interviewed, you have a great personality. You got the right look and the right personality for it. I mean, I think you, if I were you, I'd be all over that. I think that's, I think nothing against Jonathan and them and the website you got going on. Cause I like Jonathan cause he sends his guests for the writer flex podcast, but I think more personal is better. I think making it more, per- I think people love that. I think people want to know because right away when I went to your website, I'm like, well, where's the like about section? Like wh- where, where's the story about Corey? Like, I want to see that. And I kept trying to kind of look for that. And it's pretty, it's not, it's not really on there. Not really. Yeah. It's just like a little blurb on the bottom. Yeah, It's just a little blurb. And I was like, <laughs> so then I went to your LinkedIn profile. I'm like, what the hell? What is this? This, 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 ain't, <laughs> this ain't telling me nothing. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I, I just recently started using Instagram. I mean, I am I, like, I'd be all over it if I were you. I'd be all over it if I were you. You got to look for it, man. I mean, you know, just you, you, you why, why not? You, you should be all over it anyway. It's I hard. That- it's very hard. You know, you look at pictures of yourself or doing something and you're like, oh, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm a, I'm a 54 year old white guy that's bald. I'm I'm on video. You, you get used to it. Trust me. <laughs> oh, it's hard. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. We just launched a couple months ago. So. OK, um, so that was my next question. Um, so it's, it's like two months. The website's only been launched for two months couple months. Yeah. What are we oh. in March? So I think we, we started taking pre-orders in December, I believe for okay. Blade Butler okay. and Elimicent right. just, I mean, barely, we're barely getting going on that. We just, we were so unsure because it took so long to get product here and they kept saying it's coming, it's coming. And then, you know, it was in Long Beach and it didn't get unloaded. I mean, it's just, you know, yes. same old thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stuck in Long Beach with everything else. Um, how many of you sold? Can you tell me? Gosh, I would have to look. Ah, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> you know how many you Do you have back order? Is it back ordered? Or will I get it? If I order it tomorrow, is it going to ship? Yep, it'll ship tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So if I click order, I can just visualize you and your daughter. You're like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, go, Olivia, go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, yeah, yeah, we do yeah. one probably... You know, every day I send her with some or, um, you know, we do them at night or whatever. But do you ha- do you have enough to send to the Amazon warehouse and just let them ship it? Or are you going to be the shipper? Which one are you going to do? We're not going to be the shipper. Yeah, we're going to ship them to Amazon and have Absolutely, them. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, do you have enough stock to do that? Um, I don't know. That's the thing with Blade Butler. We're not sure how many they are going to require. And then Elimicent, um, we're going to offer four packages of four so we're not going to do just a single it's just not um okay let's give the listeners now it's bladebutler.com but get, talk to me about this unlimited unlimited so, it doesn't have it it doesn't have it, its own website does it it does yeah oh 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 what's that what's what, what's the url on that it's unlimited.com oh okay um tell us about that product and how did you where'd that come from so i was selling the house that i got in the divorce. <laughs> and my boss said, go down and get, it was like cotton or something, smell for your house. Everybody loves that smell. And I said, okay. So I ran to the grocery store and I, I went and bought all these plugins and I literally have Ziploc bags full of the different brands of the plugins. Cause the fragrance, each fragrance uh, brand has to be in its own holder. Right. Exactly. So, yep. I saw I, that. Yep. Yeah. So I came home with a gazillion of these, this fragrance, knowing that I had to have 20 of these plugins and I didn't, I had like one. And so I was super frustrated. So I went on Amazon, of course, and I searched up um, like universal fragrance holder. And there wasn't anything. It didn't exist. So then I called the patent attorney and I'm like, Hey, I have this idea. (laughs) Can you do this? He's like, he's like, hey man, you haven't paid me for the other thing. Don't try to get me <laughs> we're good, we're good. Um, and he looked it up and he was like, no, go for it. There's nothing out there on the market. And so being that we had already kind of worked on all these channels with the Blade Butler, we knew where to go, where to start. And it was a much quicker process. It's been like two and a half years, I guess it took us maybe, yeah, to have from idea to product here has taken about I, did you long. use idp for that too 
Yeah. Yeah. Same companies. We started. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sure you're getting all kinds of input now from people saying, okay, is this going to be a household brand that produces products under a brand name? What, what are we, what are we doing here, Corey? What's, what are we doing? Winging it. We're just winging it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I have all sorts of ideas and things that I think would be great, you know, but for right now, we just have to focus on these two and get them out and, Um, I mean, I would love for them to be obviously a household name. I think like with the blade Butler, my dad's biggest thing is it gets people off ladders, you know, it gets Mm -hmm. people from, you know, injury or, um, you know, just really allergens in your face. Did your parents invest and have you taken on any other cash besides your friend? My parents did not invest. And it's just Karen and I were business partners on both products. Are you going to do a cash raise? Is that in the plans? What are we doing there? Ah, uh, you know what? Winging it. No, we're we're just <laughs> we're just pushing forward as we can and just trying to make good solid decisions as we go and are just taking opportunities as they come and kind of weighing them out. So we, we honestly we don't have any intention of taking um, on any other investors at this time. Well, pretty soon people will knock on your door. If you, if you start doing more and more marketing, people are going to say, hey, are you interested? In-? Nobody's called you yet. Nobody's been like, hey, I want to invest. Um, well, we've had a couple of different interesting um, calls, but nothing that we're, we're jumping on. You know what's going to happen now? Now that you're on the Rider Flex podcast, people are going to be calling you going, hey, I saw you talking to Steve okay. on the Rider Flex podcast. I want to invest. <laughs> what, what's your valuation? Send me your deck. And you're going to be like, I don't have a deck. I don't want to create a deck, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I if I need to create a deck, I'll create a deck. We'll see. But you've never pitched for cash or anything like that. You don't you've never done any of that, right? Have you? No. Wow. You are you are definitely in the early stages, but I'm super impressed that you got you could hey, you got the products out there for sale. It's so funny, yeah. you know. I can't tell you, Corey, how many entrepreneurs I've talked to, right? And they go through all these things, right? They, they build these pitch decks and they got these whiteboard master plans and blah, blah, blah. And these five-year fantasy financial models and you know all this crap, right? And I'm like, okay, that looks good. Where's the product? <laughs> and they're like, well, <laughs> well we don't, I haven't made the product yet. And I'm like, okay, well, have you sold it? So you don't have any sales. You don't have any revenue. You don't have the product made. And I, what I hear you saying is, look, I got a good marketing team. I got a good manufacturer and I just, I wanted to get the product out. Let's see if it starts selling. And if it picks up some traction and earns some cash, then we'll, then we'll figure the rest out. That's what I hear you saying. Is that accurate? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going for it. I mean, we're doing everything that we can. I think that we're um, on a great path and yeah, we definitely have product before we have <laughs> oh. like the other ones. You got both of these things patented. I'm sure they're all, it's all protected. The, you, the Illumicent is patent pending. It's a, okay. that one's a little bit slower moving than, I don't know if it's COVID or what it is, but that one's taking forever. But yeah, the Blade Butler has multiple patents. Now, when I saw, when I, when I typed in Blade Butler to Amazon, I'm sure you've done this, or I'm sure you've done this a million times. I type in Blade Butler to Amazon and boom, a bunch of little products pop up that don't really look like yours. They're not the same, but stuff's popping up. Oh, on Blade Butler, huh? Well, if you type in Blade Butler, 
stuff comes up and then it's, it's not blade Butler, but it's other products that come up when you type in blade Butler. Yeah. I had a knife come up. Oh, is that what I saw? I saw, I saw other little things like duster looking, dusting looking things. I don't know, but. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't look exactly like yours though. Oh, I do not know. I do not know. Okay. Okay. But you're in negotiate, you're negotiating with Amazon right now. We're working on it. Yeah. We're, we were just figuring out everything that, you know, it comes down to your boxes and what's stamped on your boxes and your product. I mean, there's a lot Mm. of things that have to go into being on Amazon. So yes, we are are definitely working on it. You and your partner, you're not taking payroll or anything from this, right? I mean, you you guys, you're not. Yeah. No. No. Okay. You're still, you're surviving by the job that you have. Uh Uh-huh. And your loser ex-husband is paying child support. on the I never said loser. You said loser. <laughs> uh, uh, do you hope to be able to quit your job at some point? Well, that would be the goal, right? I mean, the ultimate is sales and to to really just push it forward and and keep moving. So, I mean, yeah, we we definitely see a future for it, or else we wouldn't be doing it. You sound you you're definitely a creative idea person. You got you, you got other you got other stuff that's in, in that in your head that you're like you know needs to be invented or rolled out. Um, you know what I do? I have a couple couple ideas, but I'm just kind of you know sitting still and and working on these. I really just want to focus on this and get these going and out on the market. And you know the people that have bought them, they really really like them. And so I I do foresee other things, but. I just need to work on what's on my plate currently. How, how come you didn't call it Plug Butler? Plug Butler. Um, no. How about plug? How about plug in? How about let's see, blade, blade plug in. I don't know. I was trying. To, I was trying to tie the names together, right? I, I know I, it's harder than you think, and really, um, you know a name that, that describes it. I mean, it's just like unlimited scent. That's basically where we went with it. How'd you, how'd you come up with that? Um, Mitch's team did actually, but you know, you're not limited to a scent. So I'm just trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to tie these products into a brand. Like what is the, it'd be nice if you could roll out a suite of products under a cool brand. Like how about a brand called Corey Wright? Well, that would be a rap brand, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be, I mean, you know, then you got your whole story behind it. It's Corey Wright, kind of like, uh, what, 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 are, what's that? Uh, I don't know. My wife brings them home sometimes from the store. There's all kinds of stuff like uh, cookie jars and plates and stuff. What is that? Uh, not oh, people from Target. Uh, yeah, it's uh, uh oh, and she has hell. long, yeah, hair. I don't, I forgot. It's, it's escaping me, but. She'll bring it home. She's like, this is, it's a lady's name. It's a lady's name. Oh. Uh, and uh, I'm like, well, I'm looking at the plate or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, what's so special about it? And then she just, she says like the lady's name, the brand name. And I'm like, well, <laughs> but my point <laughs> is, my point is she's got a huge following, right? She's got a huge yeah. following. So anyway, I'm just thinking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ways you can do it. Okay. Um, all right. And so these are only, you're only able to purchase through the through your own website correct yes mm-hmm. no other way to purchase this thing for now are you gonna are you gonna wholesale into retailers what have you thought about doing that 
We have, we're working on that. We're working on um, displays, uh, things like that. So yeah, to get them in there. Oh, okay. So you're going to go Amazon, you're going to go wholesale into stores. That, that's. Well, we'll see, but you know, we're working on it. It's all about figuring it out. <laughs> you go, if, if you go wholesale and you go into Amazon, your life could change. Um, your, your other job will probably go away, right? I mean, you're busy, busy in hell. I would, wow. I would think. That would be a good problem to have, right? A great problem to have. Um, okay. Uh, so if you had to give any advice to an aspiring entrepreneur sitting at home with an idea that hasn't taken the leap, what would you say based on what you've learned? I'd say to do it. I would say to definitely do it and reach out to people. You know, that was my biggest resource was just um, reaching out, asking questions. People are always wanting to help. I, you know, if you're in the right circle of people, people want to help you. And that's really what I've discovered. Um, people will go out of their way to help you, friends, family, um, just get you connections, resources to move forward. And my biggest thing is I didn't want to live with a question mark. I wanted to, to, really see where I could take it and not live with any regret. I mean, you know, that's no fun. That's no fun. Yeah. No, you don't want to wake up. You're 65 years old and you're like, ah, I wish I should, I should have done this. I should have. Yeah. Done and wondered it would have always been in the back of my mind. And so, um, I didn't want that. Did you have any scary moments where you're laying in bed by yourself and you're, 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 you're crying, you're scared. You're like, Holy shit. I don't know. It's just going to work. Do you, do you have any of those? there's always a point where you go, well, what if, you know, what, what if, but, um, the light of day comes and you have faith and, and you keep moving forward and you keep working, you know, and you, that's the thing. You just don't stop. You just keep working on it. And, and those fears go away. Have you put in a bunch of personal cash too? I did in the beginning. That's how I got started. I did in the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Plus the sweat, plus the sweat equity, right? Sweat equity. Yes. That, yep. Did, that is in you, oh, okay. Very good. Now you're not having to put in any more cash, but you're not paying yourself. So everything you're doing, you're it's free labor, including your daughter. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, she eats. <laughs> she does her laundry. So <laughs> I don't know that it's free, but how old is she? What is she? 11? You said no. So my oldest four, is 17. Four, oh, 17. Yeah. Yep. This, uh, okay. So is that a junior or senior? What is that? He's a senior actually. Yep. Is she so. like, is she like, I gotta get the hell out of here, man. I can't <laughs> wait to get out of here. She's, my mom's making me go down to the freaking warehouse and mail these packages out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where you, you're, you want to see them fly, but then you just want to hold them in your arms. You know, it's hard. She's, she's got to be super proud of her mom, like working full time plus getting this business started. Right. I mean, well, okay. you know, I hope that's the thing, you know, you always hope that you lead by example. So instill a good work ethic into the kids and, and, you know, just be happy. Any of the kids in trouble? Has anybody called you from like the sheriff, sheriff's office or anything? Cool? <laughs> not yet. They better not, but no, not yet. They're really good kids. They're really good kids. Yeah. My, the, the twins are great. They're in eighth grade and um, yeah, my youngest is nine. So were you, how about you? Were you a good kid? Were you in trouble all the time? Or were you a straight A student? Kid. Were yeah. you? Yes. Uh, you never got any trouble, nothing fun, nothing. No, no, nothing. No. no. Was, oh, I, I, was gonna... I was perfect. I was perfect. 
<laughs> Nothing has changed, clearly. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, back in the day, there were no cell phones. So I think it was a little bit easier to, you know, go bowling a lot. You know, you know, wasn't it, wasn't it awesome? I mean, my God, I, I, I feel sorry for teenagers today, right? They, yeah. they got GPS tracking on their cars. You, you, you can map them on your phone. I mean, they can't do anything without the parents knowing. I mean, that, yeah, I, it's exactly it. And then when the heaven forbid the cell phone goes dead, it's another level of you know terror for us. And I just think, gosh, when you didn't know any different, it just was how life was, you know. So yeah. remember those days. Remember those days where we could pull out of the driveway and we tell our mom, we'd be like, okay, see, I'm going out for the night. And as soon as you left the driveway. That was it. You could do whatever you wanted <laughs> until you came back. Yeah. My friends had beepers. I never had one of those, you know? No, I never had a beeper. No, <laughs> no. No. no, 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 no. I was too old for that. I'm too old for beepers. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. What? I just can't even, I, it was so awesome. I do kind of miss the days where you could drive away and nobody could reach you sometimes. I mean, I don't yeah. know. now we're all, now we're always reachable. Aren't we? Always, always. And if you're not reached, it's like, where have you been? You know, <laughs> helicopter comes in. It's like, geez. <laughs> I know. Uh, so yeah. um, I know we're almost out of time. Uh, you haven't had to hire anybody yet, uh, right? I mean, not because it's all vendors and agencies and things, right? No employees, really. Yeah, no, it's, it's just us. Yeah, we're just getting started. Like I said, we got product mm-hmm. in... Okay. December. So we're just really kicking it off and, and putting it out there. Okay. Well, you know, when you do need to hire people, I know this really cool recruiting firm called Riderflex. <laughs> we'll definitely. <reach> out. <laughs> well, Hey, if you can make money, I, I just interviewed somebody. Uh, we haven't launched that podcast yet, so I won't mention that name, but um, I think he's doing like five, $6 million a year. Not a single employee. Agencies for everything. Vendor, vendors wow. and agencies. Yeah, he, he, everything. Everything's outsourced. IT, marketing, distribution, package. No, no employees. No employees. And he's he did he was saying, you know, look, here's the deal. If I'm using a marketing agency and they screw up, I can just I just switch. If I'm using a distributor yeah. and they screw up, I just switch. I don't have to like fire employees, deal with any of the HR and all the rest of the crap. See, there is something to be said about that for sure. There really is. You know, there is. You know, I mean, I think it's a mix. I. I you know, we have, we have 24 people involved at RiderFlex and, and I do enjoy the human element of having a team though. And, you know, building a brand and building lives together is super special. Yeah. Um, um, however, when you're dealing with human beings, there's always drama. <laughs> <laughs> drama, problems, yeah. sick kids, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. There's always some of that in there. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, Last, last two questions. If you could call, how did you, okay. When you were working at the dental office, how did you meet your husband? High school. High school. Okay. You guys were high school sweethearts or kind of dated off and on or whatever. Dated off and on. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you could call the young lady graduating high school, 18, 19 years old and tell her anything now, based on what you've learned so far in life, what would you say? Gosh, I probably would just say never, um, never lose yourself. You know, I think that was the biggest thing is um, 
kind of losing my center. So when all of this kind of settled down and, and life started moving forward again, uh, I was sitting at my dad's dining room table and he said to me, I am so happy you're back. I've missed you. And it was like this moment where I just thought I really was gone. You know, I was gone from being myself and my center and, and just being who I am. And that was an amazing moment. It was a hard moment to hear, but it was so awesome to know that I had finally come back from something. And so I don't, I wouldn't change my path. I have wonderful children that I love so much. I have friends and um, friends that have become family that I wouldn't have had I not have gone down this path. And I, I wouldn't be the person that I am had I not have gone through the trials and tribulations. So I wouldn't change it. I would just stay, say, you know, stay true to who you are. Very good. Last question. If you could put your core purpose in life into a sentence, aside from being an awesome mom. So let's, let's, let's separate the kids for just a second. Right. Okay. Cause that's kind of like the primary core purpose, right? Other than the children, what is Corey's core purpose in life? If you had to put it into a sentence. Oh gosh, my core purpose in life. I think it just goes back to helping people and which I love to do, whether it's the houses or, you know, anything, uh, my core purpose, that's a tough one. Sometimes I hope that I know that's a tough one. I just hope that maybe my story helps others, I guess, to, to, um, have personal growth, personal love, um, self-respect and just know that it really does just boil down to helping each other, being kind to each other. And, and I hope that people see that, you know, through my story. So maybe it is just, just my purpose is helping others find their center. Corey, thank you very much for being on the Rider Flex podcast and sharing your story. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I really,